Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Reeling with Robbing. I am your host, Robbing, and I will be sharing, once again, another story from my childhood. Um, but first off, I just want to uh, say I have the people that were impacted from the storms and tornadoes last night that went across the state. Uh, you guys are in my prayers this morning uh, and thoughts. I pray that uh, everyone is okay. And your family and friends, uh, you're okay. So my thoughts and prayers are with you uh, this morning. Uh, it's kind of chilly out this morning. I've tried to uh, sit outside and record, but the wind is like blowing 21 miles an hour, so I wasn't able to do that. Uh, and it was just like cutting right through me, even with the heavy coat on. So I said, well, I'm going to just have to come inside and uh, go into the room and, and hopefully everything will... Uh, record the way that it should. I've already tried to start this, I don't know how many times. Uh, I'm running late on it, actually, so that's probably why I'm so much in a hurry to get it done, uh, because I'm going live tonight on YouTube, so I don't like to run the two together. Uh, I like to do the um, podcast one day and then turn around and do the YouTube YouTube live stream the next but it didn't work that way because of work it has been a very long week uh, for me at work uh, if some of you know me maybe if you're listening uh, thank you for putting up with me this week it's nice it's been a long week uh, but you know as I look back on my childhood my teenage years preteen years 10 11 12 years old I can remember a time where um, catfishing was not very interesting to me. I uh, didn't enjoy catfishing that much because I, I didn't understand the concept of putting a line on the hook in at night and sitting in the dark with lanterns waiting for a fish to bite. As a child, I never understood that concept. But as I got older, I began to understand that, hey, you know, most catfish, or not most catfish, almost all catfish are nocturnal, and they eat at night. So that's the best time to catch catfish, is at night. So as I realized that, as I got older, I said, okay, so we're going to start catfishing at night. And I can remember time, I said my preteen years, 10, 11, 12, me and my cousin was with my aunt and uncle, and we were fishing uh, at night. It was probably around, I don't know, if I had to guess, in between 12 and 3, 12 a.m. and 3 a.m., because that's the only times we ever went catfishing. If we didn't catch a catfish before 3 o'clock in the morning, we were going home. Uh, but anyway, I can remember that, you know, being young kids, my cousin and I, we were getting tired, we were getting restless and bored. So we went to chill out in the cab of the truck for a while while my aunt and uncle continued to fish. And I can remember on this particular night that we were fishing right next to the highway and my uncle had his poles perfectly aligned to where he wanted them to the best of his knowledge where he thought he was going to catch catfish. Now he may have had maybe two or three rods out, I don't remember. But I do remember that on this night, looking through the dash of the windshield because of course, like I said, we were tired I seen the pole begin to bend down, you know, as a fish bit and begin to run with the line. The pole began to bend down, and my uncle.
Michael was like, I don't know, 15, 20 foot away from the pole. And I seen him take off running toward the fishing pole as fast as he could. I mean, as a hard run toward this rod and reel and baseball slide through the air to get to this rod. Now, I have never known myself for a fish to be that important that I'm going to do a uh, running leap into the air and baseball slide on the ground with the rod in my hand uh, just to catch the fish. Uh, I've never done that. I've never seen anyone do it other than my uncle that one time. And I was like, wow, that fish is either he thinks that fish is really big or that fish is really important for dinner. I don't, I never knew which one because of course that cat, that catfish got away or fish. I don't know if it was a catfish or a carp or whatever it possibly could have been. It could have been gar for all I know. But um, that night he got away, you know, and you could see the frustration in his, in his face as he was stomping the ground as uh, some of us do whenever we miss the big one or the big one gets away. And you know, throws the pole on the ground and just hands up in the air and you know, stomps his feet a little bit. And I've done that bass fishing, I don't know how many times when the big one gets away or you miss the big one and you know it's a big one. You, know, you just throw your hands up in the air and pout about it. Um, and that's pretty much what he was doing. He was pouting because he had missed that fish. But um, I kind of don't blame him. The way that pole bent that night uh, showed me that. Catfish are pretty strong. But was another time I was catfishing with my uncle on my 16th birthday uh, in the Mississippi River, I believe, near St. Louis. It was my 16th birthday, so he took me fishing. We decided we were going catfish, which that's, that's fine with me. I don't mind a catfish. I'll fish for anything, pretty much. And uh, We were out there on the river. He had bought me a bright orange... Zepco rod and real combo and it was I mean it was bright neon orange and I cast it out I don't know 15 20 feet away from the bank maybe a little bit further and uh we sat there we were fishing with night crawlers we were talking bonding doing all the males you know bonding stuff water fishing telling jokes and everything like that my pole began to bend I jerked the pole rode it in and I had a a drum on there. Now that first time I ever in my life seen a drum was that day. I did not know what a drum was, didn't know what a drum looked like, did not even know that a drum existed until that day that I caught that drum with my uncle on my 16th birthday. So I was like, wow, okay, what is this? You know, that's what I was thinking and what I was telling him or asking him more or less. Uh, and he explained to me what a drum was and how they're bony and greasy and stuff like that, and you really can't eat them. So I threw them back. Uh, well, in the meantime, the guy over on the dock or uh, boat ramp, whatever it was over there, uh, 15, 20 foot from us, was really in a huge catfish. I'm going to say probably about 15 uh, pound catfish, maybe 25 pound catfish. You know, for me, at the age of 16, is big, so don't judge me. Uh, Seen the catfish, that was probably the biggest catfish I'd ever seen in my life until up to the point to where I've joined some of the catfishing groups that I've seen on YouTube. Those are some big catfish, but they're in a whole different state than where I'm from. So hopefully this summer when I start catfishing again, I'm going to catch some of those big catfish. I know where they are. I know how to catch them. And 
my neighbor. We're going to hopefully meet up together and be, and start catfishing uh, this spring and this summer. But my passion is still with bass fishing. It's always going to be with bass fishing. Some bluegill fishing in the spring, late spring, early summer. I always bluegill fish. But my passion is always going to be with uh, bass fishing. I love to bass fish. I've been bass fishing and targeting primarily bass for at least 10, 15 years now. And it's just an awesome, awesome uh, sport. Awesome fish trying to catch. I have had a lot of big ones get away, and I've had a lot of, a lot of little ones get away. So, you know, it depends on uh, the hook set and stuff like that. But catfishing was something that, as I got older, I got into a little bit more. Um, I've catfished with my cousins, and I never really understood why we catfished at night until, you know, I, I realized that catfish are nocturnal. They um, eat primarily at night, like I said before between where we fish at, it was always seems like it would be uh, in, in between 12 a.m. and 3 a.m. was when we got the best bite, and most of the time was on a full moon. So if it was a full moon in between 12 a.m. and 3 a.m., you were gonna probably catch quite a bit of catfish. But if you didn't have the full moon, and if you didn't stay till midnight or until, up till three o'clock in the morning, you probably weren't going to catch a catfish. Now, do catfish bite during the day? Sure they do, but they're a lot easier to catch at night. Um, most of the time, you know, when I was catfishing with my cousins, the most things that we, that I myself caught would be a tree branch, a log, uh, a turtle, or something to that nature, until, or my cousin's fishing line for that fact, because we, I wasn't as... Pro as it, a pro at it, like um, they were. But eventually I got to it. I, I learned it. I learned how to do it. Um, I learned how to pick up a catfish. Now, me picking up a catfish today, you know, at the age of 44, 45, actually next year, um, I'm not going to do it with my bare hands because they're so slimy. So I'll put gloves on or a towel or something. I'll take the hook out and most of the time, I'll throw the catfish back into the pond or lake or whatever because uh, nobody in my family really eats them. Uh, we pretty much, you know, we'll eat bass and bluegill and stuff like that. But um, my wife and daughter, they say that the, the catfish have a uh, muddy taste. So most of the time, I throw them back. But, you know, if you ever go catfishing, the main thing that I've always noticed every time I've went is in between... 12 a.m. and 3 o'clock in the morning was the best time that they bit for us. Now, I don't know if it was just something about that time of night or where we were was their feeding pattern at that time or if catfish are like that all the time. That's not something that I studied because I pretty much went from bluegill fishing, which I tight line bluegill, to a very little bit of catfishing to straight to nothing but bass fishing for a couple of years and then turned around and went to uh, and bass fishing and now I'm going back to catfishing this summer and spring and doing a couple of tournaments. Um, speaking of which, if you have not checked out the YouTube channel, uh, check it out. Uh, check out the videos, click on the videos, like, subscribe, let me know what you think in the comments. Uh, the YouTube channel is Warriors Heart Fishing. 
that's a pretty good uh, channel I think it's just starting I have 76 subscribers so it's still pretty much new also the Facebook page that's uh, been there for a couple of years I have a uh, Warriors Hearts Tournaments Facebook group page uh, we have 208 um, members in that group if you want to check that out, check that out. All the tournaments are listed in the announcement section of the um, Warriors Hearts Tournaments uh, Facebook group page. And you can scroll down and you can see some of the pictures that uh, people have caught uh, the fish throughout the year. I believe you can. I'm trying to look at it right now and see, make sure after I said that. And also, I always try to like post a link to. informational things like what baits to use in the winter what baits to use in the spring and summer what baits to use in, in December and November and stuff like that and yeah there's pictures of uh, fish that people have caught you just have to really scroll down because um, the seat bass season is over so there's not a whole lot of pictures in there right now um, I'm trying to go back up to the top here real quick because I'm actually sitting in front of the computer see here and uh, if you go to the media section you can actually see all the pictures and then I tried to um, post pictures of every tournament that we have so that's pretty cool too so if you have a chance to check that out check that out um, also, the podcast. The podcast has been broadcast through four different apps now, which are Breaker and Anchor. I know they sound the same, Breaker and Anchor. And then Google Podcast, which is a new one that I just started broadcasting on like uh, a week ago. And then Spotify. So I'm on four different uh, podcast apps uh, with the podcast. So this thing is going out pretty much everywhere. So we continue to grow on that. We're continuing to grow on the YouTube page. Like I said, check it out. Check out the videos. Like, comment, subscribe if you haven't already. Um, tell me what you think about the podcast. Send me a voice message if you want uh, or if you would like. And to do that, you would have to download the Anchor app and then go to Tools and then uh, scroll on over to where it says Send a uh, Voice Message. I believe I'd have to send a link or something like that. I'm not sure, but I'll look at that later. And next week, I'm hoping to have um, a guest on here. Hopefully, she's feeling like up to it. I know she had surgery this week on her hand. So, hopefully, she's going to feel like being on the podcast next week. Um, we'll have to get with her and see if she will share just maybe not her experiences as a fisherwoman or a fisherman fishing person, whatever, however you want to say it, but as a person that maybe has shared experiences with brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles, cousins, whatever it may be, who knows. But once again, I just want to thank you guys for joining the podcast, for listening, uh, for supporting me. Uh, it's been an awesome and great uh, day so far. Uh, once again, my thoughts and prayers go out to everyone that was impacted by the storms and tornadoes last night and with that being said i'm going to close off the podcast you guys have a good day uh, and god bless